Austin, my man. Welcome back to Cautious Coffee, everyone. What's up, D-Ray? Uh, hey, man. Uh, I see you changed your shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not changing my shirt. If you're watching, okay. if you're watching this episode <laughs> on YouTube, uh, this is shortly after we recorded the previous episode on, you know, you went for it, failed, now what? Uh, I decided, you know, let's just change the sweater a little bit. Let's just change things up so people maybe don't get the impression that we're recording back-to-back episodes, but you just, you just, uh, you took that surprise away from me. Yes, I did. I, I'm just, it's just cause I'm so excited about being back. I have a new rig. We're recording. I've been writing. You just wanted to roll I've, into it. Because I've had so much time. I've had so much yeah. time. And this is what I've been wanting to do, right? I've wanted to have the time and the headspace to like really think about the episodes because I'm I'm really adamant about putting high quality content out there, not just throw up or just junk or just clickbait, but like stuff people can really use and implement in their lives. And I think today's episode will be one of those, you know, uh, excellent episodes you know we we you went for it last year it didn't work out now what now we're rolling into hey it's a new year new year new you and uh here's some things you can do i like it let's get into it okay um so we touched on last episode about folks having new year's resolutions and i don't care if you have them or you don't have them whatever i don't care if you believe in santa claus or don't believe in santa claus wait 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 a minute. <laughs> Are you telling me that that man over there in that corner is not real? <laughs> I don't care. Right? Because that's not the point. Uh, the point is, whatever it takes for you to get to where you want to go outside of harming others, I'm all for it. Okay? And, and one of the best ways to get to where you want to go is getting a good night's sleep something that i fail at quite often austin tell me more why is it that you fail this is like for me for me everyone i need you all to know that whatever goal that i have whatever big hairy audacious goal like it for me it starts with sleep okay if that's like the first thing that is like a non-starter for me i gotta get my sleep right before i can do anything else it's, you know, for me, I think sometimes it's turning off my brain. You know, ideally, I would love to be able to get eight hours of sleep at night. But um, mm-hmm. I think for me, each person's different. So I think the recommended time is eight hours. Each person's different. You know, some people require six, some people require seven, eight, nine, whatever. Um, you know, there's there's actually a Major League Baseball player, uh, Yusei Kikuchi. Um, he, he's a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. He likes to get 11 to 13 hours of sleep. Uh, he has been known to actually leave the ballpark early, skipping out on a shower post game, go straight back to his house or hotel. So he gets those 13 hours of sleep, especially on the days that he's pitching next. Not quite saying 13 hours is for everybody, but I, I do understand the importance of, of getting proper rest. And, and, and for me, I think sometimes it's just, uh, trying to turn off my brain a little bit, okay. I, you know, uh, at night and, you know, sometimes, you know, the other night, for example, um, I think I laid down at, 1130 maybe i don't know that i fell asleep till like 345 four o'clock yeah um it's just tough sometimes and you know you get up at i think that day it was like 745 in the morning so you're on three and a half four hours of sleep and you think all right i'll get back on schedule tomorrow go to bed 10 30 tomorrow never comes yeah exactly <laughs> you end up going to bed at one and so um i don't know it's just an ongoing process it's something that i focused on and, and try yeah. to get better at i would say that yeah. 
my sleep habits now are better than they were um, three, four years ago. So, yeah. it's, you know, getting 1% better. But um, yeah, it's something that I know is important, but I've never been one to have a set routine of, all right, go to bed this time, wake up at this hour. Yeah, we spoke about that last episode a little bit uh, about getting that set routine in place before you do anything else or even just getting out or just you know, kind of chunking your goals yeah. instead of taking a, a big, huge bite and breaking yourself off. And now you, you quit, you know, for, so, you know, with sleep being the foundation, it's like the thing you need, it takes the, the least amount of effort, you know, so to speak, it does take some planning. It does take some discipline, but achieving your goals takes both of those things. You know, I will. So I like to, I like to start with sleep. Yeah, I, I think it's a good one. So I will say that when I travel west, like if I go to Asia, um, uh -huh. I've been to Japan three times in the last like 13, 14 months by the time you're listening mm -hmm. to this episode. But I enjoy coming back and being, you know, from a time zone that is 14 hours difference than where we are because that, yeah. that forces me into the sleep, right? Like I, I literally can't keep my eyes open until yeah. past 1030. And I love it because, you know, I don't wake up on an alarm, I get up at like 6.45. That allows me to check my phone, mm -hmm. uh, read the news, you know, scroll Twitter, see what happened overnight. Uh, and then, you know, slowly start the day and yeah. get into the office or start work at nine o'clock. And I, I, I enjoy that. The problem is that only lasts like two weeks. And it's like, how do right. I, how do I go about? Got to make it sustainable. Exactly. How, how, how do I keep that sustainable? I mean, yeah. if, if the answer is to go to Japan every two weeks, I, I'm for it. But I, I don't know if that's the most fiscally responsible decision I can make. Yeah. Yeah. So I mentioned before, sleep's a foundation. Okay. Once once my sleep is right. All right. So let's think about a New Year's resolution or a goal you have for this year. All right. I, I want I want to encourage everyone for that goal to get their sleep right, right? Because it involves your circadian rhythm, right? Which, which involves so many other things for your health, which what good is achieving your goals if you don't have your health? Okay. So that's why I say sleep is the foundation. I don't give a fuck about any other goal. If I am not healthy, right? Because at, you know, at any point in time, you know, it could be, you know, cut and it's a wrap. That's it. You're moving on to whatever next world there is out there, if there is one. Uh, so while you're here, you know, having those goals based in getting a good night's sleep is going to allow you to enjoy so many other things in life. It's going to allow you to enjoy those goals, enjoy the relationships, uh, enjoy working out, waking up and working out. It could be enjoying, you know, food. It's uh, sometimes the quiet, you know. Uh, there, okay. there are people who get up at like four in the morning and they enjoy, you know, doing things, focusing on themselves before the world starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not a bad idea either. You know, it's the same well, thing. What time, what time do you go to bed? And for, for, for all those people who say, oh, I only need five hours of sleep. Okay. Prove it. Okay. And, and how I want you to prove it, how I want you to prove it is I want to know what your vitals say. Right. So that, that that's a great thing. So, you know, go and get a whoop. Okay. <laughs> Go and get a whoop, which is gonna link gonna in the description below. Calibrate and track your vitals, and we will know. 
If you only need five hours of sleep or six hours of sleep or however many, I know for me, I need seven hours of sleep and that's seven actual hours of sleeping, not, not in bed from 11 to six, not a sleep opportunity, not a seven hour sleep opportunity. So if I need seven hours of sleep, I know I have to be in bed probably at least eight, eight and a half hours. I need an eight, eight and a half hour sleep opportunity to get those seven hours. And why do I know it's seven hours? Because my whoop. That's what the data tells you. me. It's green. When I wake up, I'm in the green uh, and I'm at least 67% recovered, if not more. And I know I can do that on seven hours of sleep if I'm not training. If you're training and exercising uh, with high intensity, you're going to need, need more, more sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it is you're doing, you're going to have to make those modifications as you go. But there's a really good book. I think James Dore may have written it. It's called Measure What Matters. And uh, sleep is something that really matters. So why the hell would you not measure it? Yeah. Right. And then, and then measure the quality. Yeah. Not just the quantity. Yeah. I actually, um, just looked at, um, the internet, Google, the Google machine and asked uh -huh. the simple question, like why is sleep important? And it came down with a few answers. So it says adequate sleep is also linked to a lower risk of chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. Uh, sleep is essential for brain function. It aids in memory consolidation. Uh, you know, where you, where you shift that short-term to long-term memories. Uh, it says, let's see, uh, in younger individuals, sleep plays a vital role in growth and development. So if you're not six foot five, maybe you didn't get enough sleep when you were growing up. That could be it. <laughs> it, it might not be genes. I don't know. Uh, it says research suggests that consistently getting a good night's sleep can contribute to longer lifespan. Chronic sleep deprivation is associated with various health problems that can shorten life expectancy. Basically every disease. Yeah. And then it, here's the last one, brain health. Uh, during sleep, yep. the brain clears out waste products that could potentially harm or impair its functioning. Your this brain literally is crucial gets for preventing a wash. neurodegenerative diseases yep. like Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's that's insane. You know, those that's are things that we don't really think of. It's like, oh, you know, I only need three hours. You know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know, it's oh, you're 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 maybe cutting up some, that timeline. Yep, you you are, you really are. Uh, and I think there were studies even uh, on why we sleep, where you know they put you you know, link your brain up, you know, put some, uh, what are those things called when they, I, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Some, someone, someone let us know. I don't, I'm so, blanking right now. So, so they're measuring all your brain waves and, and literally it's showing like your brain getting a wash, uh, while you're asleep, like in REM sleep or, um, there's something else. I think it's called, uh, SWS sleep. Anyway, there are two different stages of deep sleep and your brain is getting washed. It's like, basically washing all the brain fog away. So if you find yourself experience brain fog, uh, it could be because you're not sleeping well enough. It also could be, uh, from nutrition or hydration, which hydration is second on my list. Okay. And this is all about new year, new you. And the only way you're going to be able to achieve your goals is by giving yourself the best opportunity to do it. And there's no point in even having those damn goals. If you can't do like the basic things, that everyone, you know, needs to do to live a, a a robust life, a healthy and robust life. I will say I'm good at hydrate. Are you? I am. Are you? I drink a lot you? of water. Yeah. Are, one of one of the uh, you know, what's the quality of that water? You know, is it is it ad, is it adequately hydrating you at a cellular level? I you know, not or, a scientist. Or, I couldn't tell you it, that. I assume so. I know. I know. Or is it just running through you? So that's why I add salt to my water. Okay. Uh, lemon and some trace minerals, right? Because What's you're drinking, you're drinking filtered water. 
Now that that's not the water that our ancestors drank, but now it's a, it's a wonderful alternative. The trade-off, would you rather have like readily available, clean drinking water for millions of people or like this high quality, you know, mineralized water that tastes like lemon or whatever. Uh, I mean, well, I'd rather be able to for for like a, a select few of those people. So, what's your process with the the lemon the salt? Like, how much you put in? I'm curious because I I hadn't really heard of a lot of this. I you know I think yeah. uh, I definitely you know hear the the hydration. What you're supposed to drink like 80 ounces at least a day of water. Um, you know, some people put lemon in there, yeah. um, but the salt uh, that's something that I hadn't really heard of. Right, you um, you sweat throughout the day. Okay. Even if you don't work out or exercise, right? So you got to replace that salt. And, and there's, you know, there's salt gets a bad rap where really it's sugar. You know, sugar is, uh, is the killer. Salt isn't the killer. If you consume too much salt, you're just going to pee it out. Uh, so every morning, you know, to get hydrated, it's a two liter bottle, a lemon, and, you know, like a teaspoon of, of salt. Every morning. I would say make sure that you consult a doctor first or a nutritionist just on the salt content. You know, make sure you're not putting too much in for your individual uh, yes, conditions. Yes, right. It, it is going to vary, right, depending on where you are. But I, I think it's more likely that people are lacking hydration than, you know, having too much salt. But it's probably something else. It's probably like processed foods. Or they're eating too many hot dogs or too many cheeseburgers or too many Twinkies. I don't know. It's probably something else contributing. It's not the salt. So, yeah. And and I think <laughs> salt matters at the end of the day, too. You yeah. know, there's different types. Like table salt's going to have more additives than it universes yeah. Himalayan sea salt. That's going to be a little bit different. But, um, I, you know, I I think when it comes to diet and nutrition, for, for me, unfortunately, I'm lactose intolerant. And, uh, you know, there's certain things that I can have, uh, you know, maybe... I can have lactose or whatever, let's call it 11 a.m. And it doesn't really affect me. But if I have it at 11 p.m., I'm not going to sleep that night, period. Yeah. Like, you know, there's just certain issues. And you have to understand what your body body likes and doesn't like when it comes to and how it impacts your sleep. Um, you know, th- those those issues. And I think the biggest thing that you just mentioned is the processed foods. That's something that we have so much of in the United States compared to the rest of the world. Um, you know, it's probably contributing to a lot of obesity and in, in the country. Um, you know, you look at um, like, I don't know, take McDonald's, for example. Um, you could get a quarter pounder with cheese here in the United States and get a quarter pounder with cheese in China, and they're going to taste completely different. And, you know, I think it's because we have a lot of the processed foods here in the United States. There's more additives in it because that's what we crave. That's what we we uh that's that's what gets people coming back and, and, and buying more um you know we have robust food here in the united states but the quality of it and what we put in our bodies not necessarily the best i don't know if that made sense it does it does and i want to go back to the lemon why i add the lemon yeah and i just gave it a quick google uh because i want to i want to be able to you know articulate the facts facts matter uh you know, so lemons, people will think they're acidic, but when your body metabolizes it, it, it becomes alkalizing, Al- alkalizing. Uh, so a lot of the processed foods and the things we eat, you know, very acidic in our bodies. So it helps break it down. 
There you go. Right. Yeah. So it helps balance it out. So, you you know, having that lemon water in the morning, first thing is like I'm giving my body the best, putting my body in the best position to perform for me throughout the day. Right. Even my brain uh, hydrating at the cellular level, adding the trace minerals that I would have lost because, I mean, you sweat in your sleep. I don't know about I don't know about the rest of y'all. Oh, I do. It's one of the reasons <laughs> I, I don't make my bed in the morning. Right. I let my bed air out. Cause I don't want bed bugs or I don't want, you know, stuff building up. I want to let it dry out. And then, you know, in the afternoon, if I'm working from home, I'll make my bed. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Interesting. If the military wants you to uh, make your bed right when you get up in the morning. Yeah. Well, they're silly. It's not based on science apparently. <laughs> and that's only through boot camp. <laughs> yeah. So we touched on sleep. We touched on hydration, nutrition. We kind of touched on that a little bit. Right. And it's like, Easy rule of thumb is if if our ancestors didn't eat it, you know, maybe you shouldn't be. It's probably a treat otherwise, right? I love ice cream, Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Not a huge fan of ice cream for obvious uh, reasons. Well, yeah, for, for obvious, obvious reasons. reasons, right? Uh, I, so I, I guess I happen not to be lactose intolerant, even though I think the majority of humans are, and uh, what and like at some point, right? So I enjoy ice cream. It's good. Don't get me it's wrong. Good. It's good. It's good stuff. Just because I say I'm lactose intolerant doesn't mean that I don't partake in lactose yeah. foods. But, you know, I, I back to the processed food thing, and uh, I'm not going to go too too deep into this. But you know, uh, here in Texas, obviously queso. Neat. If you go to a Mexican restaurant, is is mm. one of the the best things to get. Uh, you know, especially if you have the chorizo and you mix it in. Uh, if you know that conversation, you know. <laughs> um, but that cheese that we're eating, very very processed. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's. it's it's not good. I mean, it's just going to clog up the arteries. But you know, if you if you have a charcuterie board at home, you know, you're most likely getting better cheeses. And I've noticed mm. uh, that doesn't impact me as much. You know, okay. if we do like a charcuterie board or something like okay. that, um, that's not going to have as much impact as you know having queso at a at a Tex-Mex yeah. restaurant. So yeah, um, I think that to me is a little bit interesting just to go on the the processed foods and and probably why they're not the best for us. Yeah, for for obvious reasons, right? It's like way too many ingredients. Can't pronounce them. Yeah, probably exactly. shouldn't be consuming them. Uh, and back to you know, my statement earlier about having, you know, readily available clean drinking water that maybe isn't as good for you as hydrating for you. Uh, you know, as something from a spring, a natural spring somewhere that might be a little dirty, uh, but more hydrating. Rather have you know the food. You know, we can feed almost 400 million people. You know, that's pretty cool. Be able to keep them alive, at least, you know, uh, fill their guts. And they're not necessarily going to bed hungry. Uh, that's, we'll take it, I guess, you know, trade-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the more privileged folks can have, uh, I guess that's that brings up food deserts, right? Yeah. Something that which, happens in every city. Which is insane. Yeah. It's insane, Austin. I, I was in... Uh, Pueblo, Colorado, mm -hmm. and I was at, I don't know what the, the grocery store chain was, but it was like every aisle just had processed food where, you know, here in Houston, you know, the store set up a little differently where there are things that are a little more available. It depends where you are in Houston. Okay. Um, for those that do know Houston, D-Ray lives in the Heights. I live in uh, Garden Oaks Forest, which is just a little bit north of the Heights. Um. Where I used to live was in the River Oaks district um, in Houston, 
within about a mile radius, two mile radius of where my apartment was, I had two HEBs. There was a Kroger. There was a Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a Central Market. There was a Trader Joe's. There were at least six plus grocery stores within that short period. And that doesn't even include, you know, the butchers, um, you know, the health food stores, anything like that. Um, where I am now, uh, it's the area I would say is gentrifying a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's not quite uh, to what the Heights neighborhood would be. Yeah. You know, it takes us probably about 10 minutes seven to ten minutes to drive to the nearest Kroger. Uh, if I want to go to HEB, it takes 15 minutes to get there. Um, and I'm fortunate enough that I have a car and I can drive, you know, yeah. to get at HEB and get everything. And I complain about that, right? If you go to East Downtown, you know, which is more economically disadvantaged than the area that, that we live, do Ray, a lot of these people don't have access to a Kroger. They don't have what? access to an HEB. You know, for Austin. them, they have to get on a city bus and That's... go an hour. And the, the, insane. It's it's nuts. And you know, yeah. for a major city like Houston, it, it doesn't make sense. And you know, it, it sets these people back. And it's it's you know, these food deserts are a huge, huge problem. Uh, and it's not unique to Houston. You know, this happens in every major city. It happens in Middle America. Um, that's one of the reasons why the Dollar General is actually such a large uh you know corporate entity because of their locations in middle america a That's lot of their people, business business model yeah there's you know there there might be a mom and pop grocery store that is in the town mm -hmm. uh yeah. a lot of those have closed up dollar general has moved in and that's where people get their food it's probably not the best. which is which is what i'm saying which my point being that there there was a grocery store and it was a well-known chain and in that grocery store there wasn't like a bunch of fresh food yeah you know, there was a, just a bunch of processed uh, options, you know, quick grab and go stuff. And I was blown away where it seemed like they had more aisles of potato chips, more, more aisles of things that, you know, you can't really build a diet around. And this was the main grocery store there. So it was part of the food desert problem is, is my point is that even though there, there's a grocery store and maybe you could walk to it when you get there, the options available aren't optimal. Yeah. And when you're speaking about dollar general, I, you know, I have a house outside of the city and I think there are two dollar generals, you know, whether you're coming from the East or the West, uh, that are up in that small town where I, you know, I know what kind of food is available there at dollar general. You know, it's, it's definitely not whole foods, you no. know? But that's what people have access to. Uh, so that, you know, that kind of torpedoes the nutrition part here, huh? doesn't it? Unless you. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild when you think back. You know, it wasn't that long ago in the United States when people grew their own foods. You know, yeah. Their own vegetables, had their own garden. Um, I don't know. Um, I think the the access, you know, in the, in the food deserts, I think create another problem right because they don't have nutrition you know sometimes the the food costs are a lot higher and that mm -hmm. forces people to go to you know a jack-in-the-box you know pay 3.99 for a combo meal or whatever and uh sometimes it's easier and cheaper to feed your family 
through fast food than it is to take the time to go to the store shop well, and, and you know, what, find what's product. the alternative what's yeah, the alternative exactly. right not eat yeah well that's not happening right well that's not happening so yeah i didn't that would be a fascinating to... conversation to have at some yeah. point this year you know food deserts what we can actually do to solve the problem yeah um, yeah yeah and uh, I'd, be, how, I'd be really how, curious to have that conversation how corporations are incentivized to produce and create the demand right like everyone yeah. needs to eat and you know they're they're scientific about being able to drive that demand and that stuff is delicious you know that first bite but by the time you get on eating a big mac you can't tell me that that last bite is delicious you know it's funny i've never had a big mac maybe you can i don't you know insert whatever no i i don't you know. i i know i mentioned mcdonald's earlier like i, I don't eat mcdonald's In, insert whatever fast food yeah. chain you may frequent yeah but by the time you get to the end of it that last french fry that last chicken nugget now you can't tell me it was mm -mm, delicious. Now you feel like you know? shit after. Now you feel like, now now you feel like yeah, a slog. Yeah, you want to go into a food coma and you run a, run upstairs, use the restroom. I mean, you feel bloated well, the rest well, of the day. Yeah, well, the belly ache, all the things it's doing to your body. Yeah, uh, immediate yeah. gratification, uh, but yeah. longer term implications. You'd be better off taking a bite and throwing the rest of the way, throwing the rest away. That first bite is good. I'll give him that. <laughs> Feed the rest oh, of your and, dog. <laughs> uh, and then the last, you know, to, to achieve those goals, and we mentioned the last episode is about having that network, but the relationships, right? You want to value the ones that bring joy into your life and just cut the cut loose the ones that don't. Yeah. Early. Let's get it out the way. It's January, new year, new you. You know, we're giving you the, well, I'm giving you, you know, my, my I like handfuls of things, so just... You can count them on one hand. Go through your friend lists on social media. <laughs> Cut them out. Yep. Yeah, yep. remove those people. I think that is actually something, you know, I know it's superficial to talk about like social media and stuff like that, but um, I remember. It's the reality, Austin. It's gosh, our reality. I think on, on Facebook, when I was in college, I probably had 1,500, 2,000 friends, something like that. Yeah. I mean, any person you met, you're adding them on Facebook, you know. Yeah. It was cool yeah. to have 2,000 right. friends, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I think now on Facebook, one, I don't really use it that often. Um, but I think I maybe have 200 to 250 friends. I remember my last year in college, I went through and just unfriended people. Cause I was like, look, I don't really know this yeah. person. Like I don't yeah. really care. Um, and I kind of do that every few years, go through and just kind of like audit, you yeah. know, your social media following. It's like, do I really, should. do That's I really care point. if, if 2000 people have to know what I want to say. No, um, you know, That's my, a great point. my Instagram, it used to be very public. And I remember being focused on posting a lot of photos. Um, yeah. I haven't posted a photo on Instagram since January 1st or January 2nd, yeah. 2022. That doesn't mean that I don't use stories and post there. Mm -hmm. Um, my Instagram is now private, you know, yeah. I don't need all these random people digging in. Yeah. And I think exactly as you get older, you kind of realize that your circle gets a little bit tighter. Mm -hmm. Um, life changes and um you know if if there is drama that insists or there is negativity cut it out you know cut those people out what life is short don't surround yourself with that it's it's just it's not good for mental health it can it can lead into you know more problems lack of sleep and just uh, we don't need drama well we just we want quality yeah quality right? over quantity we, we want high quality my my instagram page used to be public as well uh, it's now private and you know, I've, I've pruned it. I prune 
my Facebook often. You know, I had, I think I maxed out on friends, but I went through and pruned it down. I think I got down to like 3,000 friends or so. Uh, well, I also will post, you know, things about like what gets people unfriended for me, which yeah, some people I, the, actually, the, that's my favorite series. They the quite <laughs> enjoy It's It's a little, yeah, it's a little series that I created, right? It's like whatever their, whatever their post was yeah. and then me unfriend. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> so I just cut it out, right? I don't want that nonsense. I don't want to consume that nonsense, basically, is yeah. uh, what we're saying is. And and everything that we've mentioned here is, you know, a lot of it's big on consumption, right? It's like hydration, nutrition, you know, relationships are no different, where, you know, if, if that person not necessarily serving you, but if they aren't giving you a warm and fuzzy, if they aren't positive, if they aren't, you know, giving you healthy content for you to consume, cut it out. You know, successful successful corporations do audits every year. Let's do the same thing. If you want a successful, look at your life as a as a corporation. If you want to have a successful life and, and have fulfillment, control your own destiny. Audit your life every year. You know, yeah. look at your your friend group, your cir- circle, your network. You know, create that advisory board that you trust that are, people are going to un- uplift you, that are going to empower you. Um, do that annual audit, you know, for your, for your own personal well-being. I mean, do it quarterly. Yeah. Do it as often, do it as often as you need to. Make it an ongoing right. thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very fluid. And I think I, I maybe didn't mention that, or I did mention like how goals need to be fluid, fluid and you, you need to be fluid as well. Uh, just as you progress and learn and become more self-aware. Yeah. And you're better able to do this with a full night of sleep. All comes back to sleep. Because you're thinking clearly. Yeah. Right? You're focused. You're not in a bad mood. You know, sometimes I think about that when I'm when I'm at work or anywhere for that matter. And, you know, someone is irritable or you know, they're they're grumpy gus. Step away from the situation. Well, I'm 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 sympathetic. Okay. Right? First, I lead with that, right? I'm, I always assume positive intent for the most part. And then I go into, well, there's likely something causing this. I bet they sleep terribly. You know, I start there. And then, you know, I can kind of, I can manage that situation better instead of taking it personally. It has nothing to do with me. It's something that they're doing in their life, how they're living their life, the decisions that they're making that has them in that mood. Uh, or in that state. So it helps me move through the world. Yeah. I think uh thumbs up there. If you saw it on the screen, <laughs> if you're watching this right now. Uh, there are like animations that are just randomly popping up. Um, I don't know why they're happening. We haven't figured that out. It's probably some sort of beta thing. <laughs> that wasn't you. No, no, oh, wow. it's, it's entertaining. He, it he Ray made a, a solid point and the screen gave a thumbs up. Like, I have no idea how that happens, but AI, man, AI is taking over the podcast. They're listening. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> no, but great advice. Uh, and, you know, I am, I spoke on this in the last episode. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not huge on goals or, 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 or resolutions necessarily, but I think there's a few things to, to look at this year in 2024 is like show people grace. You don't necessarily know what they're going through. D-Ray said, you know, they might not be getting sleep at home. Maybe there's a reason for that. You know, maybe they're having uh, difficulties that you just don't know about. But um, I, I think, you know, when it, when it comes to that personal audit or focusing on yourself, I think there's a few things that you need to look at in 2024 to, you know, try to improve your quality of life, to live your best life. And 
um, in no particular order. I think, um, you know, uh, continuous learning, continuous development, find a hobby, um, something that you can uh, focus on a passion, you know, is that passion running a marathon? Is it, is it training for a specific event? Is it, is it, um, you know, learning a new skill, a new language, something like that, something that you can allocate your time? Is it reading? Is it something that you can do to find that personal growth and development, um, you know, beyond just watching Netflix? Uh, two, work-life balance. I think that's incredibly, incredibly important because at the end of the day, you know, I think you've posted this D-Ray on your social media. When you're 80 years old, you know, your kids and grandkids are not, not going to ask you about that random Tuesday that you had at work in corporate yeah. America. You know, they're right. going to want to know about those experiences that you had. Like, you know, Austin, tell me about that time you went to Japan or tell me about the time you jumped out of a plane or D-Ray, tell me about that time you, you know, won a national title in boxing. You know, they're going to want to know about that, not about what you accomplish in that corporate meeting at two o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. So really focus on work and life balance. Um, separate those two. I think that's incredibly important for your mental health as well. Um, we've already touched on this, but networking, your your friend group, your circle of advisors, that's something that is incredibly important. Your own personal board, uh, if you will. Um, I don't know if you want to do a friendship ranking or something like that, you know, kind of rank your friends on a notes and, uh, you know, the people that you trust, you know, the people that are in your inner circle, you know, we look at uh, a lot of athletes, for example, um, that have had an, incredible careers. The one that I think of is LeBron James, and he is probably worth a billion dollars now based on uh, income that he's generated as an NBA athlete, his business ventures. He will probably own an NBA team. The rumor is the team in Las Vegas after he retires. He has had such a successful career. And then you see other stars that are just as talented, you know, a John Morant, for example, who can't escape their friend groups who are bringing them down. You know, he's been suspended for flashing guns on Instagram live streams. LeBron James understood his greatness at a young age, and he kept his social network incredibly tight. His circle is incredibly small, and that's allowed him to grow. That's allowed him to prosper. He's not getting caught up with, you know, distractions or anything like that. His 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 group is there to support him and his dreams and ambitions. If your group is not, if your your circle, your board is not going to let you do that, cut them loose. Uh, you know, they 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 have to empower and uplift you. Uh, and if if they're going to bring you down, escape. That's that's the best advice. You know, I think LeBron, he is great as what he does on the court. It's off the court that I think has allowed him to have that success. Um, you know, take care of your finances. I think that's something else that's important for this year. You know, um, do you really need that, you know, extra toy? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, yes. What is the purpose? Yeah. Do you need a Porsche? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then Porsche. Last, last thing, similar to what D-Ray said, personal health and wellness, take care of yourself. Um, you only have one life, one body, one temple. Don't waste it. If you don't, if you don't know, if this wasn't deep enough, like there are books out there. Yeah. Uh, you can reach out. I will recommend the books. I promise you LeBron James is getting enough sleep every night. He's oh, yeah. hydrating with high quality water and other substances. His nutrition is banging. There's a reason He's, why he is yep, almost still going, 40 years, 20 years old. In. Yeah. And he's showing no night, no like signs of stopping. It's incredible. I mean, you look at other athletes that have done this recently, like Tom Brady playing football at like the age of 45, Justin Verlander here in Houston, 41, 42, 
you know, LeBron James, still arguably the best player in the world at 38, 39 years old. It's just there's amazing. A, there's a reason why I was able to come back yeah. and box again yeah. after seven and a half I mean, years off. You look at D-Ray. You look man. at D-Ray. <laughs> in, in his boxing um, tournament, you know, the one that he won the Nationals in, in the last chance qualifier in, in Colorado, you were fighting guys in their 20s, you know, guys that were 21, 22, 23. At the trials, too. In, the, in theory, yeah, in theory, are fresher than, than you. They don't have the experience, but... Um, when you when you fought a guy named Charles Pugh, who I believe is from uh, Detroit, I think he was mm-hmm. 36 years old. Um, yeah. That had to have been like the oldest combined age. And it was <laughs> funny because you guys just were like, I mean, it was a brawl, uh, that, yeah. that fight. It was fun to watch. Um, but to be able to compete with guys that are, you know, almost half your age, it's uh, it was pretty cool to watch and, and to show that, um, you know, the, the, the focus, the taking care of yourself. And I, I don't know, I think if you're going to make excuses to say look i'm getting old i can't do it um no you're making bad choices i promise you it's it's never too late to change i mean we're all getting older but if you're making bad choices along the way and you're not doing like the most basic things you're going to feel much older than you actually are Uh, you're not giving yourself the greatest opportunity uh, to show up and shine and create a really awesome home for yourself great advice that was fun episode two this new reinvention cautious coffee in the book oh yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna keep rolling uh like i said i'm writing i got the pen out i got the i got the workstation set up and uh i just want to put out high quality stuff and and, uh bring bring the the audience into the show yeah so more often get some guests on you know i thought about having a guest uh you know a trainer who you know probably does four or five a.m classes and some of the challenges she has to overcome to get people in and motivate them. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all that good stuff. But, yeah. uh, if you've got, if you've got ideas, if you're listening to this, if you've made it 39 minutes into this episode, um, let us know what you want to hear. You know, what can we do to make content that you want to enjoy, that you want to follow, that you want to share and let us know. Or for, you know, what our views are, uh, some positions we, we, did we get yeah. it right? Did we get it wrong? Yeah. Let us know. I mean, we, we want to have this interaction. Um, I think we're going to have more of it. You know, maybe monthly meetings with listeners, you know, on a you know Tuesday night call or something like that. Oh, I, like, I love that. Yeah. We, 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 love that. Cautious Coffee that exists now is not going to be the one that exists six months from now. It's going to be it's gonna be a, a growth, and we want you all to be a part of that journey. Be part of that community. Reach out. Dynamo Derail on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hard to find. No, definitely not. Just search our names. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>